BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And now, The Score. Upcoming Friday night football matchups and breakdowns from the previous week. Here's what's happening in the Quad Cities high school sports scene. Welcome to your score instant reacts podcast week six of the high school football season things wrapping up here at WQD almost midnight but we still want to talk high school football because it's a sickness I think that's what we do I guess so um the same cast of characters Greg Armstrong nope. getting close to having another baby. Yeah. Well, I mean, Becca's having the baby. His yeah. wife. His yes. wife's having the baby. But he'll be there. But Brian Stocking. He'll be there. <laughs> Brian Stocking, uh, Corey Kuffler, and Celia Palermo joining us to talk about week six. And guys, we talk about this each and every week, but it is two-thirds of the way through the high school football season. The games do get bigger and bigger. A lot of district races, a lot of conference races on the Illinois side. And there's some undefeated seasons still out there. So a lot to talk about, a lot to kind of digest and figure out what the heck happened tonight. And we started in the Western Big Six last week. Let's start there this week. A big one at Rocky Stadium, Sterling and Rock Island. And it was a close game throughout. Sterling pulls away late. Another statement victory by the Golden Warriors. They're now perfect on the season, perfect in the Western Big Six, 4-0, I believe, in the Western Big Six. Uh, another great victory for Sterling going on the road and getting the job done. And they are still undefeated, ranked third in the state. Which, this, this Sterling team this year, we knew going in they were never going to just be explosive. Man, they're, they're so good. That line but the leads, thing is, the, line leads you, the way. You period. say that they're not explosive. They still scored 49 points. No, I, but I understand what you mean. Points. Yeah, just explosive in, in, the, in the terms of they're not going to score on one play 70 yards like they have in the past. Yeah. But, man, what a good win for them. Because Rock Island has been playing good. Yeah. yeah, They really have been playing good as of late. Tonight was one of those nights where you just run into a better team. And that game was 28-14 in the third quarter. It was kind of, I mean, 21-7, 21-14 at the half. At the half. And, and still a ball game in the third quarter. 28-14, I think Rock Island got a big interception to get the ball back. Could never really get closer than that. And uh, Andy McKay, our chief photographer and assistant news director, uh, shot the game for us. And um, he came back and he said, man, they're not overly fast, but just like every, he goes, man, Sterling's big. I mean, yeah. they're a big strong, tough football team. They play good defense. To hold Rock Island to 21 points, 26 points. I mean, Rock Island's playing really good right now. Mm -hmm. They they play really good at home on that fast track and that turf. Um, Hats off to to, uh, Sterling continuing their way towards a chance at winning the Western Big Six in their first year doing it. Or being in it. Sterling is 33-1. and I'm sorry, 32-1 and in their last 33 games. That winning culture is something that they've built on and that they keep uh, that they keep going to. Look at what they did in the first half. 264 rushing yards against Rocky. Rocky in three of the four Western Big Six games against Moline, against UT, and tonight has gotten gashed on the uh, uh, with the run defense. And that that's go- that's hurting them right now. Noel Ponte had two touchdown runs. Cooper Willman did not have a touchdown and I think until it got to 35-14. Uh, late in the third quarter, early fourth quarter. So when he's not n- needing to score and the other 
players are, I mean, Sterling's even better. I mean, this Sterling team could, I think, go all the way and win it all. Yeah, and you look at it. I mean, you're talking about a state championship. Yes, I'm talking about state. Look at you. Stacking. Ooh, wow, going out bold. there. I like that. I like that. I think, th- I mean, uh, when you look at them, they are balanced offensively, defensively. Yeah, they're not as explosive as last year, the uh, last two years, but they're methodical. They take care of the ball. Wilman threw his first interception of the season tonight in week six. That's, you don't That's see that. pretty from, good for a yeah. high school game. Yeah, you don't yeah. see that from a lot of high school quarterbacks. So, I mean, they don't turn the ball over. They value the ball, and they, they're very methodical, and you can't just key on one guy. You, if yeah. you key on Wilman, they know uh, Noah Ponte or Jashan uh, Howard. 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 If you key on Jashan Howard or Aponte, Wilman will kill you, and he can kill you with his arm or his leg. He's going to kill you and on the field. And they've got, <laughs> and they've got <laughs> I think, one of the best linebacking cores, if not in the Western Big Six, definitely in the state. I like, I like how you made the bold prediction of them winning state. It's all going to shake out on which way oh, they go yeah. because Lombard Montini's out there at number two, uh, Rockford Boylan's there. And there's some good teams in yeah, five. I'm not right. saying they can't do it, but it's, it's, it's all in the drawing so it's Also, though, unlike last year in the, big, in the Northern Big 12 where it was – Pretty much Rochelle and Jesseo, their only competition. No, they're getting challenges they're here, getting and they're going to get challenged next week. week they're going to get challenged yeah. in week seven, you know, They've too. been challenged the last three weeks, Geneseo, Quincy, and Rocky, and they've come through with flying colors. Let the lady have a word. And they're not, you mentioned it too, Stuck, they're not one-trick ponies, and I think that's going to benefit them, only benefit them in the long run, because when they do face these, you know, bigger teams that that are still really good and are going to give them a run for their money they have multiple weapons that they can go to they're not just running one person running the ball they have multiple ways they can go yeah it's an impressive victory for sterling they go to 4-0 in the in the big six um rock island now at two and two of course we talked about a little bit about it last week there's some question marks onto some eligibility for some moline players so i know that's being challenged and appealed and all that kind of stuff but for right now Two and two in conference play, and Rock Island sitting at three and three overall. Three and three overall. Three and three overall. So they still have some work to do these last three games in order for them to get um, playoff eligible and to get into the playoffs. Um, five wins would get them playoff eligible. Six wins would definitely get them in for sure. I think with their schedule and the teams that they played, they, they should be safe probably at five wins, but obviously running the table and, sure. and getting things taken care of would be good for them as well. Um, and we mentioned next week a huge game. We'll talk a lot about it in our score podcast coming up next week, but Moline takes care of business at home. Workmanlike victory. They win by 21 points, 34 to 13. They knock off Galesburg. Um, Galesburg's still hurt a little bit, but um, Moline seems to be rebounding nicely and kind of back to the Moline that we kind mm-hmm. of expected coming into the season. Yes and no. And I'm, the only reason I'm going to say yes and no is because uh, Worley out with a broken leg now. Um, and then in this game, Bubakar Barry did not play second, third, fourth quarters. He was out. Uh, had ice on his ankle, and, and again, that's an injury that, that goes all the way back to, I think, week three when they played Rock Island. That's when it happened. He's been nursing that the whole time, and I think maybe just holding him out because maybe yeah. they didn't need him as much. Say, yeah. and my thought is, and this is no disrespect to Galesburg, but were you surprised he played tonight? Maybe a little bit. Yeah, and he played in the first quarter, and then if they get a lead, then you got him out yeah. quickly, and I think yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah. what he was looking to do. But yeah. I mean, looking ahead to next week, that's that's the big one coming up, up right. in Sterling. And, and again, you hope it's just nothing more than just a, a sprain. But again, sprains are almost just as worse. Than, they're worse than a break sometimes yeah. because you just they're don't nagging. know. nagging. <laughs> you don't know how long it's going to take to heal. But Moline did look good. Uh, Zidane Sterling threw the ball very well today. Uh, he threw it a couple times while I was there to Jacob Powell's. 
big tight end for Moline. When he gets the ball in the open space, he's hard to, for any DB or safety to try to take down when 250 pounds is running at 170. That's, it doesn't match up yeah. well for the little guy. Um, they, they looked well. They, or they, they looked good. They, they played well. So uh, not surprising that they won. Not surprising they won in that fashion. And now it just sets up that, that big showdown in Week 7. So they've won. They've lost twice in the regular, se- or regular season, once in the Western Big Six. Correct. But everything's in front of Moline. If they won a Western Big Six championship, they go on the road to Sterling next week. That's a must-win for Moline, obviously, and, and a big game for Moline and Sterling. We'll break that one down coming up on our podcast next week. Uh, other side of things, Galesburg continues to, to play okay football, and and you feel bad for them because I, I, I believe that Connor Ayton didn't play the, this game either. No. He's and he might be out for the season as yeah, well. So, season. Um, playing a sophomore, um, his brother Grant Ayton, um, who played well on they, last Saturday against Rock Island, he's going to be a really good football yes. player. They're going to get better throughout the year, and I think from Celia going down there to do their um, their preview to now, they've taken some steps forward and they're, they're playing better football, and I think if you're a Galesburg fan, you have to feel at least better about the future moving forward. Yeah, tonight they just ran into a Moline back battering ram even though barry didn't play kaden dreyfus uh, dreyfus had 136 yards two touchdowns jaheem mitchell 118 yards two touchdowns moline's just got a uh bevy of backs that they could go to to uh to get the ball that's alliteration alliteration um with galesburg though real quick their their special teams look really good tonight that's how they got one of their touchdowns and it almost set up their second but then they had some penalties pushing back so special teams looks really good for them one other game or one other game on friday night in the western big six geneseo goes on the road they played well early they led nine nothing at one point they end up losing i believe 33 15 so another loss for for geneseo that's three straight after starting the season with three straight victories they're sitting at three wins and kind of in the same situation as last year is that they've got to find a way to get at least two more victories um, to become playoff eligible. They're one of those teams that I think with five wins with the teams they played, they might be okay, but six gets them in for sure. And and looking at their schedule down the road, I think you're doing that right now, Cuff. They're home to Rocky, Rocky then Moline. And then UT is at home at the end. So they got to find some ways to pick up some victories. Starts next week, they go back to Geneseo. They get back to Bob Reedfield and, and see if they can get a victory over two teams. You look at next week with Geneseo and Rock Island, two teams that need victories. Yeah, that is uh, a, it's <laughs> getting late in the year. It's going to be. Don't get. Don't get. Are you going to get? Don't be negative. Desperation game. No, it's not. No, it is. It is. But you just sound. Both teams are are desperate. They have to get victory. It's a must win. It's a must must win. I'll give you that one. But that's just desperation. desperation. Must win sounds a little. You just sound. The only reason is because you're running out of time. But stockpile was right. It is a big game next week. Both teams must win that game. to see if they want to get moving forward to the playoffs um, next week. And then, of course, we haven't played one game, but Alleman plays United Township tomorrow. Homecoming, I believe, for Alleman, maybe. I don't know. You're I don't think alum- it is. You're the, you're the alum- alum- you, you didn't, you didn't get invited? I don't go to homecoming. You're, you're not going to go to chaperone? Don't, don't they give you... I didn't go, go to homecoming. Don't, don't they ask you for money? I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't go to homecoming very often when I was there. So. <laughs> you're not homecoming king? What? I should be, right? Every no, year. No. Have they hit you up for any donations? Father does it all the time. For the Dazzo Athletic facility? It's got to be the Dazzle Memorial. They're waiting, oh. they're waiting, they're waiting me out. <laughs> and where I'm going, it's probably going to be a couple of years. <laughs> like two we or three not. tops. We <laughs> but um, that game coming up on Saturday. So next week in the Western Big Six, we know we have Geneseo and Rock Island. Sterling and Moline is a big one. Is it Alleman and Galesburg? Or is it Alleman? Uh, 
Almond at Quincy, UT at Galesburg, Moli at Sterling, Rocky okay, at Quincy. So those, uh, those two last ones are big ones. I'm very big ones in the Western Big Six. We'll see what happens there next week. We'll we'll hop to the Iowa side and talk about a few teams that 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 made impressive statements. And we talk a lot about North Scott. They did it once again. We want to thank Kevin Tippett because that game got done early. And we he hung out. Thirty. Head coach, yeah. Head coach hung out for an hour, waited for us, and it was a little chilly outside. But uh, <laughs> we went live with us and did our score talk back for us. Um, make sure you check that out at WQ. Com. Great dude. Um, they it was another slow start for North Scott. So they didn't get the ball in the first quarter. Yeah, how crazy is that? I, they didn't Liberty, run the play, he said, right? Liberty's first drive went 11 minutes and 30-some seconds. Jeez. 20 plays. 20 plays. 63 yards, 11.51 drive time. Here's the key. Field goal. Yeah, Ryan. That's, that's Ryan, huge. Ryan Nugget, 25-yard field goal. That and, was the turning point. And so that is a big – and then they got a touchdown. They went – so, yeah, you don't want to say the offense started slow because they probably they had – They wasn't – They didn't touch the ball. They <laughs> had two <laughs> possessions in the first half, scored on one of them. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. If you're scoring 50% of the time you touch the football, that's not bad. But um, <laughs> uh, second half, they really do well. Um, Titan Anderson's a really interesting weapon for them because he does so many different things in his size and his speed. Great catch you saw in the score last night. And then Jake Mathedis is playing really good football. Um, they get things going in the second half. 24-10 to 10 is the final. 24-3 to 3 at one point. Late touchdown by Liberty got, got them to where they needed to be with the final score. But if you look at that, I mean, it's an impressive victory for North Scott against a good Liberty team. Yeah. And it doesn't get any easier for North Scott. They got some big games down the stretch. And well, really impressive performance for them, uh, especially in the second half. And Coach coach mentioned in our, in our talk back, he said that the uh, – a pen I, I just threw a pen at myself. The uh, the defense has been the catalyst yeah, for this team for, for all year, as you mentioned. They only gave up three points in that drive that you go 11 minutes, basically 12 minutes in the first quarter. That's one, one thing that's been overlooked, I think, a little bit, is how good their defense is playing this year. Yeah, the offense is putting up a ton of points, but you only need 14 like you did in week one when you only allow seven points a game. Stocking is, is just he's pulling notes. pulling notes and stuff. I'm not going to touch him again. Don't he's. North Scott is Scott is eight and zero as the home team since they moved to uh, Class Three A. In fact, they've won their last twelve. So they're eight and zero at home. Yeah, okay. yeah, at home. Yeah, they've won their last twelve home games uh, in the regular season. The okay. last team they lost to Western Dubuque at home in no, the playoffs. No, I'm talking regular okay. season. Okay. Yeah, yeah, is assumption. That was, on la- that was on a last-second play. To open the 2017 that was season. Crazy that was a last-second play. It? I remember it was an interception return for a touchdown. And I think you Assumption has to go to Lancer Field in Week 9. And, yeah. I, be- and no, I, believe, no, 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 no. I believe Stephanie Matten shot that game, if I'm not <laughs> no, it's, no, it's I'm at, sorry. It's, it's, at, it's, at, it's at Brady. It's at Brady Street on a Thursday yeah. night. So, yeah, I mean, North Scott has a lot to play for the rest of the way, a district championship on the line. But, I mean, they got bigger bigger goals this season. And, and getting to the Dome is a, is, a, is a realistic goal for this football Football team. We'll see how much better that offense can. can it's not a bad offense by no, any stretch no. of imagination. Oh, no. And there's a lot of nice weapons there, some consistency. Right now, the defense is still ahead of the offense. But as a wise man said at the beginning of the year, usually Kevin Tippett football teams continue to get better throughout the season. Who was that wise doing, man? I don't want to say anything. Stackbot, you know who that wise man is? Uh, I think it was Corey Kuffler. No, we look alike. Oh, we do. We look alike. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually me. And I do think the way that this offense is playing now, I think we've seen them get better. I mean, you go back to Western Dubuque and that offense really couldn't figure out what they were doing, what what they were running, but over the last two weeks we've seen them regroup, and that's after that loss at Western Dubuque. That's what Coach Tippett said. He's like, the defense, I love them. They're playing great. Our offense, we need to clean it up in practice. They, um, And they clearly have. They're putting up those numbers again. If you again. look at North Scott, they're a little bit like Sterling with the methodicalness, yep. the, the ball control, valuing the ball, not turning it over. 
And I think that is what's helping North Scott. But North Scott's schedule is very tough. Their last two games, Clear Creek and Mana, who tonight beat Clinton 43 to nothing, and um, Assumption, Assumption in Week 9. So what's next week? Uh, Clinton. Clinton. At okay. Clinton. So uh, you look at it, uh, nice win for North Scott. Um, we won't harp on the Betten. I mean, Bettendorf did what we expect them to do. They won 48-13. to I'm still on record saying that they're not going to lose a district game. Stocking is wrong. He thinks they lose to Kennedy. We'll see what next happens week. there. Is that next week? Yes. It's not going to happen. Stock. Come on, Stock. Give me, give me some, just like a soda pop or something. No, I don't bet. What do you call it down south? You don't call it a pop. What do you call it? Soda. Soda. I'm not or, betting. Or like I know the rest bet. of America. Or, or if you're from Texas, everything's a Coke. Louisiana, yeah. it's all a Coke. Nothing, huh? No, no bets. How about if Bettendorf wins, you shave your head on the score? There's a better chance of there being no, snow no, clouds in, in Hades, Hades yes. than that. Um, Which okay. there might be. So Bettendorf wins. They move right along. Interesting game with Assumption and, and Central DeWitt. Um, Central DeWitt battle Assumption down to the very end. They go to overtime. Assumption wins that in overtime, 17-14. to 14. Um, uh, an interesting game there where Assumption was kind of on a roll lately, and, and hats off to, to Central DeWitt. They played really good football. They did. They gave the Knights all they could handle in that Yeah, zone. Central DeWitt out, uh, outgained Assumption 160 to 14 in well, the first quarter. Well, you look at wow. Assumption's big play was the punt return or kickoff return? Kickoff Kick, return. Kickoff return. return. Turn yeah. for touchdown. You take that away, that they huge. scored. And if you take away overtime and you take away that kickoff return, they scored a touchdown. Right. Yeah. So hats off to yeah. Central's, yeah. Uh, Central Woods defense. And what uh, the uh, Assumption got the ball first in overtime, kicked the field goal. Central DeWitt got like a seven-yard gain, looked like they were going to punch it in. They had a bad, uh, an errant pitch, and I and think Assumption it, recovered. Assumption recovered, yeah, and that was, wow. that was yeah, the ball game. Wow. So a really good football game up in Central DeWitt, both teams. Um, I mean, Sabres have nothing to be ashamed of, and then Assumption continues to move on. They get closer to getting playoff eligible and all that kind of stuff. It's going to come down to that last week of the season. I know Clear Creek Man is out there, and they're a very good football team, and Assumption has them left still as well. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how that district finishes out. Some other games that we'll chat about on the Iowa side of the river. Um, we'll go back to last night real fast. And Davenport North gets back on track. They win 49-13. 43-19. Yeah. yeah. And put up a ton of offense. They 500 did. and some yards of Ooh. offense. Jack, Jack West, West looked great. And, and, and Stockpile is kind of harped on it, but they didn't turn the ball over yesterday. No, they did. A they, lot. They turned it over a couple times. But not a lot. But not, not a lot. lot. Yeah. Compared to the five or four five, or whatever they've been the doing. The five and the four. Right. If, if they don't hurt themselves, they're pretty good football yeah. team. They're a pretty good football team, and it showed again on Thursday night. Yeah. Go ahead, Stockpile. Talk about the Wildcats. They, they did not throw the ball in the second half. They, they ran. Didn't have, they didn't they have to. Didn't have to have no, to, yeah. they didn't need to. They just ran the ball, and the one thing that is, uh, I know they're going to be working on uh, this week is kick coverage because they gave up two kickoff yep. returns for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But when you look at Jack West had a big game, Kobe Dirks had a big game. It wasn't your usual Pre-shitty cast of too. characters. Well, he had a nice catch, and I think he did have a touchdown. But wasn't your usual cast of characters? Kobe Dirks had a couple of touchdowns. They had a few other people uh, contribute. So it was a nice overall team victory. So is that five victories for them? No, um, four. Four. Four and one. They're four, four and two. Four, four, and, two. And, four and two. Yeah, four, four and two. They, they are also three and zero oh at Brady. They never started three and zero oh uh, at Brady Street Stadium. This year they did. W- tell me real quick. It, so they're one and one in conference. Do we know if one Iowa one City district? district, district yeah. Did Iowa City West win tonight? Uh, no, they lost to Linmar twenty-eight to twelve. Wow. So Linmar is twelve-seven lead at half. So Linmar is in the driver's seat, and then everybody else is one and one. It seems like, except for maybe West. Uh, no, no that, who's uh, West uh, is in Muscatine. 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 Yes. Muscatine. 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 Muscatine
Moline's on two. Pleasant Valley is one and one. North is one and one. Iowa City West is one. West is one and one. Linmar, who are we missing? Linmar's two and zero. Who are we missing? City Highs one and one. One and one. Okay. Well, that's going to be an interesting way that shakes out. Linmar in the driver's seat, plus the victory over Davenport North. So North needs to keep winning, and then they need some help from somebody along the way. Or, or if, the they keep, if they, they can can win, get a lot, they could if get, they get a lot seven and two, they'll, they'll definitely get in. Seven yeah. and two will so get in. So keep winning, and, and North can get into the postseason. Really going to be an For interesting the last second time in the school history. Um, Battle of Davenport. Mm, an entertaining, excellent game. An entertaining game. An entertaining <laughs> game. A close game. <laughs> Um, 38, what was the final on that? 38, 38 to 38. Central. Just go ahead. Sack, go ahead. I'm not even going to go. A bonanza of points at Bray Street Stadium tonight. Hey, and I, I want to know, did you hear what Matt said about you on the score with that game? Who? What Dazzo said. No, they're playing for Brian Stockton. Oh, I they're heard playing that. For Brian yes, Stockton. Yes, whoever, whoever won that game, you have to, uh, you so have to substitute teach. You have to substitute yep. teach. No, no. He's there at Central for what? A while now, right? Long term, starting next week. So, so and, and Central 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 Central. you are the key to success. So you, yeah, they, right? They knew that Central was going to win the game before they even did it because that's where you were going to go. I don't think that. Was I think that's. Right. I think that's the key to success. Uh, Central right. had three interceptions <laughs> so in the 60th all-time meeting in the regular season, and Central's won 41 of those 60 meetings. Yeah. So a nice victory for Central. Um, getting back on track, kind of. They had lost four straight. Uh, three. No, Central. No, won. they won two straight now. Yeah, they're on yeah, they two straight. They're, 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 they're tied with uh, Kennedy and Benton North for the district lead at two and zero. Oh. Who do they got next week? Uh, they are next week. They are at Cedar Rapids, Washington, on a Thursday. Oh, why is it a Thursday? That's uh, because uh, Benton North and Kennedy are playing. On oh, so Friday. they do Thursday night games sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and Amarion uh, Elliot, Amarion Ellis, Amarion, Amarion Ellis. Thank you. Um, you're was welcome. the starting quarterback tonight, and he had He's over 100 yards of offense dude, rushing. Dude's a good football, a good basketball player. Yeah, he blew up this this summer. I've had numerous people on the summer circuits tell me how well he's doing, how good of a basketball player he is, and he was good last year for for Davenport Central. Yes. So we'll watch him on the basketball court coming up this winter. Watch him on the work, football field too. Has some work to do on the football field as well this year. Um, uh, Lincoln Trail Conference, you know, it was a 5-0 and versus 5-0, and much talked about battle, and, and no disrespect to Ridgewood, but Anawan Weathersfield Ooh. is the real deal, 44 to nothing. Colton Quagliano had like 8,000 yards total uh, offense yeah, and 100 over touchdowns. 373 he had total yards, I think. 274 yards passing, 105 yards rushing, four total touchdowns. They and a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. And it was 300, well, they had 366 yards in the first half. They're they're in another league right now in that conference. Yeah. They they really are. They have so many weapons. The defense is really good. Yep. Um, we knew going in if... If Ridgewood were to get the win, it was a huge statement, statement win yeah. for them. But e- even though they are five and zero, nothing against nothing against them. They're going to get their sixth win, and they're yeah. going to get yeah. they're yeah, going to get in the sure. playoffs. But man, I, that, this was just a tough game for them. It really, and it's been tough for anybody who's playing uh, Anaheim Weathersfield this year. That's Princeville. They got beat the week before. So yeah, A and W is just uh, another world. I mean, the last four games they've allowed fourteen points. And they jumped on them tonight. I was thinking 36, 30 or 36 at halftime. And it was Katie bar the door. It was Katie bar the door <laughs> in the first quarter. <laughs> and, I mean, I've, I've, I was... I was learned, you learned well. I've done too many podcasts with Stockpile. <laughs> I was stunned at... I thought Richwood would keep it closer. I was stunned yeah. at how, how easy... Anawan Weathersfield just cruised. That's just how good they are, to a 60 po- I mean, yeah. I'm not saying they're not. I'm no, s- I know. I, I think they're an exceptional they team. 
I was stunned at how exceptional they were tonight. They sure. just yeah, cruised. I'm very surprised that Bridgewood couldn't put anything on it, on the board, shut out. Yeah, that, that surprised me. They managed to contain every single weapon that Ridgewood has. That says a lot about how truly good this A&W team is. Coach Willett's doing, getting it done. The truth. Yeah, they'll do it. Um, also in that conference, Mercer County picked up a big victory. Congratulations to United. They get their first victory. I think it, it breaks Ended a 14-game losing streak. Yeah, ended a 14-game losing streak. I'm trying to think. Last, uh, Princeville won in that conference as well, so congratulations to them. Would A&W be a 1A or a 2A team, do you think? I think they're ranked in 2A. 2A? They're ranked in 2A right they now. They could definitely make win, win 1A. I think they could win 1A, maybe even 2A. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a really li- – there's – especially at that level when you talk 1A or 2A, um, to have somebody who passes the ball and has those type of weapons, I mean, that's awfully impressive. And it's a – you know it's a podcast when Bobby Metcalf shows up. <laughs> Get him a microphone. Sit Bobby? down. Hi, Bobby. Yeah, don't share with stock this time. Last <laughs> yeah. time y'all were – we, we share nicely. But, buttonheads. Yeah, so just <laughs> hop in whenever you, you agree with something I say and say, gosh, Dazzo, you're smart. <laughs> you get a haircut? You, ever? you remember, get a haircut. <laughs> remember, you know, usually when you're, like, texting me, you're like, hey, Dazzo, I was just thinking how smart you are. You know, when you that do this never happens. all the time. That's, that's never <laughs> happened. <laughs> I don't text you ever. <laughs> Hi, Bobby. Yeah, my, let's my not name, act. My name is Matt. Like nice to meet you. Oh, first time I've met this, this fella. Um, <laughs> let's go to the... Fella, first time I met this fella. What do you think I said? Nothing. You're good. Go. Just go. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, why are you looking at me like that? I'm just waiting. No, oh, just okay. go. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the Three Rivers, um, I'm trying to think of where to start. Mor- Morrison, Morrison continues to roll yeah. right. One of you guys got to have the microphone. <laughs> yep. uh, Morrison, Morrison continues to roll right along. They they knock off Beer Belly, kind of cruising in that one. The game of the night was probably. At Orion, Fulton and Orion, we kind of figured it'd be a good one. Back and forth they went. Fulton wins that game, twenty-seven to twenty-six, and two Scoring teams now four minute. and two on the season. Um, and, and a fun game. In yeah, Orion. and Fulton had a humongous lead of twenty-one-six, and Ryan Youngworth threw three touchdown passes. Orion retook the lead, twenty-six twenty-one. Fulton scores in the final minute, went twenty-seven twenty-six. Wow. And uh, the Steamers keep uh, going right along, and a stunning loss for Orion. Keeping their playoff hopes alive. Uh, Rash, yeah. and, Rash and Pessman, those are, man, they're, they're two really good running backs that Fulton has, and they're, they're tough to bring down. Princeton continues just to hammer people. Well, you're just going to gloss over Orion? We can't even mention Orion? Well, he just said it oh, was a, okay. dev- what you call it, a devastating loss or a stunning uh, okay. loss? Okay, well, that's yeah, all. I'm, just sure. I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just making it sure w- Coach Filler has something to put it. on the bulletin board. That's yeah. all I want to make he sure. He has it. He says, you know, this, uh, Brian Stocking said it was a stunning okay, loss. Perfect. That's going to motivate that's the guys that, next week. As long as we have that, that's all. Yeah, I after, you said that, after you said they go 0-9 all year. Wow. Turn to the tables. Is Morrison and A- Morrison A and W in Princeton? What classes do you do we think they'll be in for the Princeton playoffs? Princeton will be three A, right? Princeton's three A, Morrison's one A, and so is A and W. A and W will be one A. A and W ranked in two A. They're uh, aren't they ranked in two A? Okay, I'm just yeah. The, Bobby has an answer. The rankings have nothing to do with where oh, they'll be in the playoffs. It a microphone also do with, it also do with uh, who, who, a room which team gets in. Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious so, I mean, on, yeah, because I know it always, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It depends. I mean, it depends on my, so know, they're on that board, but most likely they might go down to one. I, I would, think they probably want to, I would be my guess. 
Oh, Morrison A and W a one A playoff game. That would be that'd be the truth. You also got West Carroll and Forreston. I mean, West Carroll barely lost to Forreston. Yeah, they 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 they're solid. And that was on the road too. It was up in Forreston. So yeah, no, it's uh, boy, the the playoffs will be interesting uh, for sure on the Illinois side of the river. Also in um, the Three Rivers, we we were going to talk about Princeton. Um, That's a rivalry game. That was a really intriguing game coming in five and zero versus four and one, and we had a lot of. Good matchup records-wise, where you had, um, we'll talk about Knoxville and A-Town in a second, but that was 5-0 and versus 4-1. and um, This game right here was 5-0 and versus 4-1 and Princeton and Hall, um, the 5-0 and teams in, in the LTC. And all of those good matchups on paper were all blowouts. And I'm not kidding you, those three games, I bet you were combined 120 to nothing. I mean, Hall, I don't think one of the teams, Hall there were shutouts only, in all three of them. Hall only had one yard of rushing in the first half against uh, Princeton. Tyler Gibson, two first-half touchdown passes, a touchdown run. I mean, Princeton just came out and just laid out, laid him, took him out behind the woodshed. Rondé Worrells gets a lot of the headlines, and rightfully so. He's a fantastic running back. But this isn't just Rondé Worrells and that's no, it. It's that, their quarterback's that a good Tyler quarterback. Gibson. And then their defense, nobody talks about. They pitched shutouts. They pitched. They 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 shut out Orion. They shut out Sherrard, right? I uh, know they gave up uh, fourteen to Sherrard. At the very and then um, on Morrison. Yeah, no. Um, Princeton. Oh, Princeton. Princeton. I'm sorry. And then yeah, tonight they they shut out Hall. So yeah, I mean, their defense. Their defense people is good. talk about Rondé Worrells, and he's he's fantastic. But it's a it's a good Princeton football team and a mm-hmm. well-rounded Overall. football team. Yeah, you for, you look at you forget how how tough their defense is, and their defense tonight was absolutely airtight. Hall could not move the ball at all. Um, Newman gets back on track, an impressive victory at Rockridge, a workmanlike victory. They win 28-7. to um, Hats off to them. Congratulations to, to Newman. I'm trying to think of who else. Um, th- a good game in the Prairie Land. Uh, you forgot. The we're, Riverdale Rams. We're not going to talk about every. Riverdale, Riverdale Rams beat Sherrard 21-14. Riverdale is 3-3, three and three, their best start since, in two th- since 2011. Which is like seven or eight years. Yeah, but, but that's still a big deal. I mean, they were four and two back then. They haven't been four and two. They haven't seen four wins anywhere near four wins since then. And now they're three and three. Hey, do you know the St. Louis Cardinals are back in the playoffs after a three-year dr- or four-year drought? I know oh it. my God! I know it. It's not that. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up, Bobby. Jeez. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's good. Prairie Land, um, Knoxville beat a town fifty, 50 to, no- to nothing. Fifty. Fifty. Fifty nothing. Yeah. Put a fifty. Yeah, they put half a hundy. Half a hundred. That'd be 50. Um, I want, so these, these big games, uh, was it 44? And then what was uh, Princeton? They won 41. F- 41. So the big matchups against you know 5-0 or 4-1 teams, um, the, the winning teams won that, those, those games 135 to nothing. Three shutouts. Wow. You would have, if you would have told me that the LTC Battle of Unbeatens, Knoxville and A-Town, and Princeton versus um, Hall, Hall would be, be three shutouts. shutouts. Yeah. No. Uh, no way. No, I mean, that's, absolutely not. That's a stacking score stat of the night right the, there. The last, been. the Comets, the last time the Comets <laughs> lost back-to-back it? games was 2009. Which is 10 years ago. Yes. And uh, UT, who plays tomorrow night, they if they score 20 or points or more, regardless <laughs> whether they win or lose, <laughs> making uh, Bobby's uh, header, uh, it will be the first time since 1988 that they've had five straight games of 20 points or more. <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's. I'm just laughing because you, you know that stat. That is, 
dumb. <laughs> no, I checked. It's, I, I know, I, I but it's it just ridiculous that you found that stat. I mean, hey, it's a good uh, stat. But, but but here's the thing: how many of those games have they won? Uh, that's all that matters. One. Those, okay, that's all that matters. But still, I mean, that's that's all that, that matters. How many games have they won? They won. Our point of points. Okay, are point whatever. Board. They just gotta get a little defense. <laughs> You none stack well. A um, couple more things on the Iowa side of the river I want to touch on and talk about. Um, Minneapolis impressive, putting up 69 points, winning Ooh, yeah. that game, getting back on track. Comanche goes on the road to Louise Muscatine, who'd won four straight games. Comanche looked really good. They won that football game. LJ Henderson? LJ Henderson, yeah. yeah. Made is, his debut is, as an is, Indian. Is eligible from uh, transferring from Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, he looks good. He's a difference maker for mm-hmm. them. Plus, they got Jordan Lawrence back. Yeah, I went out. To, <laughs> I went out to uh, a practice there a few weeks ago when he wasn't eligible, and you could just tell from practice that he is—he's the best defensive player. Yeah, and, and that's just in practice. I mean, he's going to make. So he's going to give a lot of teams headaches here down the stretch. That district is wide open. So that district includes it's Comanche, Tipton, Mount Vernon, Tipton, B. Mount Vernon, fourteen-seven in overtime tonight. Yeah, Comanche, L and M. Uh, Westlib and Burlington. Burlington. Tipton's already beat Comanche. Tipton has not beat Comanche. Didn't they? Or, yeah, play sorry, at they the did. Yeah, they beat Comanche yeah, yeah. last year. Yeah, or last, last week. Forty-eight. And they beat Mount Vernon, so they've got the leg up. Obviously, L and M went losing tonight. Yeah. But, I mean, Tipton, you know, L and to play. Sure. You were um, at that game in Tipton. I was. Yes. Uh, what? How was? How was it? Uh, Tipton should have won bigger and not in overtime. They kind of had a couple of. Stalls, but uh, that's an impressive Tipton team when they when they play the way they did tonight. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of what else on the Iowa side that we. New London getting back on track. Scoring like yeah. 48 points. Easton Valley continues to win, put up big numbers, and um, we'll get up to see the Easton Valley. Are they back, are they at home next week? Oh, uh, uh, let's see. see. They're gonna get strike key. At home. At home. Uh, yes, they are home against uh, Lansing Key. Okay. Well, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Wapolo be. beat Wilton tonight in a good game, uh, 20, 21-14 up uh, down Wilton. And uh, Durant uh, gets back to their winning ways, being Cardinal 33-21. Yeah, that was a road win for Durant, so congrats to them. Um, that'll do it for our instant score, instant reacts React. score podcast. You've been waiting for me to mess it up, but I've been pretty good lately. <laughs> yeah, because every time you say it, you look at me, I just to make sure. sure I try to look away instant from you. Instant Muscatine, PB podcast. won in overtime over Muscatine. Did we not talk about no, that? We no, we didn't talk about that. Wow. Yeah, good win for PV, keeps them alive in that district race, and... Um, and an overtime victory. Yeah, a couple yeah. overtime it games was tonight. 24-7 PB, and Muscatine rallied and forced overtime. Uh, I believe it was 24-all. Uh, Muscatine kicked a field goal, and then I think Ryan Mummy uh, uh, ran to make it 30-27 final. All right. Um, make sure in the big week of high school football next week, um, some huge matchups. Moline and Sterling go to go do battle as well. So a really good week. We'll do our score podcast coming up this week sometime. I don't know if it'll be on Monday because Cuff and I have to golf. Darn it. It's a rough life, isn't it? Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. So, um, But we'll get in and get our podcast in. Make sure you are looking at tomorrow. Celia will be on tomorrow, and she will announce your yeah. score standout nominees. You better watch. So do that and It'll vote early and vote often. It will be lit. Yeah. She After makes college a, football. She makes, Come a, hang. she makes us so young. <laughs> Something like We're that. We're just a bunch <laughs> of old. Yeah, yeah, and then she, you've got a long way to go. I know it. I do. Wow. I do. So, um, thanks so much for watching the score last night. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys um, next Friday night on the score. <laughs>